I wasn't birthed that way. I had to learn how to own my energy. And when you own your energy, you vibrate at a different level, at a much higher level, and you're going to attract people at a much higher level. Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. Today, we are talking about online events and the five core decisions you need to make when hosting an online event. Now, this came up as a concept because my team understands that we have a level of expertise around hosting online events. We've been doing it quite a bit in different capacities. We do online trainings, we which are like maybe an hour or two hours. We do uh, trainings for our clients that are in our programs. We do uh, big summits that are virtual events that we put on twice a year and they're amazing. We do um, lots of different types of online events. We've been doing them for years, and my, my team was like, why don't you do an, an episode on the podcast about this and, and how you go about planning it and making the decisions around it? And um, I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. And so in honor of our 400th episode on the podcast, super excited to, to say that this is our 400th episode. Oh my goodness. So good. I'm so proud of the work that we do and what we put out and and everyone on the on the team who uh, really comes together to to make this all happen it's been a journey full of love and dedication and effort and creativity and generosity and i have immense gratitude for everyone who's played a role in the podcast in getting it out there in the world and i have immense gratitude for you the listener who's been listening loyally or maybe this is your first episode but you're in our community and we love you i know that you are a high performing woman who is going for more in her life and her business and uh, i can't thank you enough for for being in our world and listening okay so let's do this thing the first decision, so we're going to go over five core decisions, and there are lots of, let's just frame this up. There are lots of decisions that you need to make when you're hosting an online event, whether you're hosting an online event or an in-person event, either way. But right now, we're going to be talking about online events because these have really taken off in the last few years. And I know that uh, since COVID, we have moved our main summits from in person to hybrid to all virtual and for for the remainder of 2022 they are virtual for us and we have a lot of expertise in this we've been doing this for for a goodly amount of time and our client events because we have people globally we do hybrid events where it's part in person and part uh, digital or online and we we meld the two that's called a hybrid event and that is something that we really enjoy doing, and it works in certain for, for certain types of events, like client delivery events, and and 
okay for others, but maybe not as well. So let's talk about what these five core decisions are. I'm going to start with the first one, which is what's the purpose of the event? And although you might have uh, bigger impact goals or deeper, more meaningful purpose-driven goals, I want to break it down for the, the purpose of this, this decision into three options. One, the purpose of the event is a client delivery event. So we often do online events like our strategic planning intensives for our clients. We've done sales intensives for our clients. We've done our retreats. Those are hybrid. And so that's a slightly different format. We have people in person for our high-level mastermind, our flagship mastermind program, The Spirit of Wealth. We have people coming in person, and then we have people that aren't traveling, and they're they're dialing in through live stream or, or, or choosing to come in through live stream. And you have to, to understand the different requirements for that. So one is a client delivery event, and one is a, a another type of event. So the, the second type is an event that's simply there to build no like, and trust. It's probably a marketing type event. It's to build your credibility, your expertise, your no like, and trust factor that people need to know, like, and trust you in order to take the next step with you. So how sometimes there are online events that are, are simply around that. I always like to have some sort of next step for people, a call to action, but the fundamental purpose of the event is to build that no like, and trust. And then the third type of event is a selling event. So a selling event is where you do an event and you provide great content and then there's a next thing that someone is buying into because they've loved the content, they've loved the teaching, they loved what you were doing. And there's that next level, There's that's an enrollment event. And you have to understand what the purpose of your event is when you are creating it. Now, we're not going to talk so much about the different types of events. I mean, there could be, uh, well, let, let's talk about it just a little bit. So so this, the purpose of this event, that decision, that's the first core decision, that drives so many other details. Now, these are not core decisions, but the purpose drives these kinds of things. This is like the format, which is what I was just getting into. Is it something that you're doing live on Facebook? Is it something that you're doing on Zoom? Is it a short one-time call? Is it a a multi-day call that's for a short period of time? Is it an all-day session? It drives the format for you. So how long, how big is it going to be? Uh, what's the frequency? Is it multi, multi-day? Is it just you presenting or will you have multiple speakers? Uh, who's invited and how much planning is involved is all driven by what the purpose of the event is. It will also drive, the purpose also drives the platform you're using. Like I mentioned, maybe it's on Facebook, maybe it's on Zoom, maybe it's on a different platform altogether. And it will will drive the when as well, so the time. And it will drive the kind of team that you need to support you in this. Some events you can do on your own. Some events you, you need a team to support you. And sometimes that's a major team of 10 or 20, depending on the size of your, your online event. Uh, and, and that also drives the, the equipment that you'll need, all of that. 
So when you're you're thinking about putting on an online event, you want to first determine what the purpose is. What is, why are you putting it on? This seems like a little bit of an obvious one, but it drives so many of the other decisions that I wanted to, to call it out and make sure that you really got that. Okay. The second core decision that you need to make is what are you teaching? What are you giving? What is the content of the event? Events, generally speaking, are not just for like coming together and chit-chatting. There's some structure to it. So understanding what you're giving, what you're teaching will help determine that structure and what how you're going to put it together and what needs to go in to the, the event, whether it's just an hour-long event or a multi-day event, you need to understand this. It's it's going to drive the formatting. It drives the marketing. Uh, it drives all the communication once someone is registered for the event. What you're, you're, what you're giving drives so much, including the speakers that you might bring to your event. Now, the events that we do, we have a summit coming up and that is just me teaching for three solid days because I, I want to give people a whole foundation on success, how to think successfully, how to get out of your old programmed way of thinking so that you can actually scale your business and get to the next level. And this is going to help you with your cash flow and your revenue and your profits. This is going to help you with your planning. This is going to help you with stepping up in terms of accountability. This is going to help you with your time management. This is going to help you with your, your team hiring, making sure you have the support, all of that. So th- this is like a foundational teaching of what you need to know in order to change who you're being in order to think differently and scale your business because the way you're doing things right now is not getting you the results that you want. So if you're not getting the results that you want, you know, maybe you should try my way, which is going to be taught at the the summit. So there's that. Okay. When you think about the teaching and what you're giving, and, and I do think about it in terms of what, not just what I'm teaching, but what I'm giving. What's the What's the heart give? What is it that I want people to walk away from the event with? How do I want people to feel? And so I think in terms of what I'm giving people during the event, both from a tactical perspective, but also from those not intangible qualities of how they, do they feel inspired? Do they feel seen? Do they feel heard? Do they feel recognized? Do they feel like they have really gotten value? All of these things. So an added piece to this in terms of addressing the kind of teaching that you're giving is to think about what the next step is that you want someone to take with you. Is it simply to sign up for the next training? Is it to sign up for some course that you're doing? Is it to sign up for another event? What is the next thing that you want that person to do. And you want to build your teaching around what you marketed the the event for. So it needs to it needs to fulfill that that promise and it also needs to help people understand what they need to do next so that they stay in your community and do the next thing with you. Okay. What content is going to deliver on both of those? So that's very, very important. And 
knowing what you want to teach will drive the marketing, but sometimes the marketing is set before you understand what you're teaching and you have to really go and say, oh yeah, that's what I need to speak to. I need to fulfill that promise. It's really important that you fulfill your promises that you make in your marketing, that you give what people are expecting to receive and more. So the law of compensation says you'll be compensated for the, the more you give, the more you'll be compensated. Okay. Giving is the first law of receiving. So you have to, you have to stretch yourself into that place of trusting and knowing that if you give your best, you will receive. Now you have to learn how to ask for the next step, even if it's saying, please sign up for my newsletter, or please sign up for a call with me, or please sign up for this program. You have to know how to ask. That's a different conversation altogether, but you need to be thinking about this. What is What are you teaching and what is it leading to? Okay. The third core decision it are the goals that you have, and these goals need to be number goals. Okay. You can have a feel-good goal. You can have an impact goal. You can, you can have other goals that uh, don't necessarily have numbers associated with them. However, you also need to have goals that are metrics that you can, can count, that you can validate whether you've achieved them or haven't achieved them. And these goals are things like how many people do you want to register and attend? How many people? So, so those are actually two different things. How many, pe- how many tickets do you want to sell? How many people do you want registered? That would be one thing. And then how many people do you want to attend? That's another thing because there is always attrition. Some people will register and won't show up. So you have to, you have to understand that and you have to start tracking it so that you have a baseline if it's the first time you've ever done an online event. And then you're going to build your tracking over time with every event that you do so that you can see what the patterns are. See like, oh, only 60% of the people who register show up. Oh, that's interesting. Is that the same over time? Does it fluctuate? Why would it fluctuate? And, And then you can start responding to those numbers, responding to that information and making different decisions in terms of say, uh, what I call a stick campaign, which means like they enrolled, but you want them to show up. So what do you have to do to help them stick with their decision to register? Okay. So some of the goals that, that we look at or the metrics that we look at are, uh, tickets sold, uh, attendance, and then revenue goals, you might have these for uh, the amount of money that you want to receive for tickets or uh, sponsorship or speaking fees. Now, we don't do any sponsorship or speaking fees for our, our summit. We just, it's just me teaching. And we've kept it that way on purpose, though there are a lot of great events that have multiple speakers. And you might get paid to have someone speak on your stage because. Although sometimes you pay them, oftentimes they pay you because you've done a huge amount of effort in terms of marketing to get people in the door. So having goals gives you a clear bullseye, a clear intention of where you're going. It keeps you focused on what you want to achieve and allows you to gauge whether you're on track or off track. Um, It sets the GPS and that's super, super important. 
And that goal needs to be a stretch goal for you. You need to choose a goal that you you have every intention of meeting and there's a part of you that's like, oh, that's a stretch. I've never done that before. That's a good goal. Okay. Next up, we want to talk about marketing. That's a key core decision on, on hosting an online event. Okay. So where are you going to market? That's a, that's a key decision for you to make. And when you're, when you're hosting an online event, you want to think about who's going to want to come, why they would want to come, and figure out your marketing to, to your target audience. Now, where are you going to market is one question. So the, the, the whole category of how to market, how to do marketing is a core decision. So let's break it down, though. Um, who are you marketing? Who's your audience? Who are you marketing to? Getting super, super clear on that. What do they want? What is the, the thing that is going to move them to, to act, to, to enroll and register for your event? Where are you going to market for them? If you have an ideal audience, but there's no place where they come together as a community so that you can market to them, that's going to be challenging. You need to find a community that you can market to that, that, that actually is in the same place at the same time. Um, how are you going, it, understanding the marketing allows you to really sell those tickets and, and create that stick campaign. Uh, understanding who, who you're marketing to allows you to do that. You need to understand whether your marketing is going to be through ads, through referral marketing. Is it going to be through direct outreach? Is it going to be on social media? Is it going to be in some other fashion, print ads, something like that, uh, or just online websites, event listing websites. Those are not my faves. I don't know that they work exceedingly well, but there's all sorts of places to market. So where are you going to market? That is the core decision, and it's driven by who your target audience is and what their core need is. So uh, you want to build an entire marketing strategy around that, and you have a bunch of decisions to make there. That in and of itself is a whole training or, or teaching. Okay, next up. Core decision number five when hosting an online event is, and this is probably the most important piece, it's who you are being. This is a big one. Who are you being as you're preparing for it, as you're marketing it? Who are you being leading up to it? Who are you being during the event? Who are you being after the event? Now, why is this so important? Well, your energy matters. How you are vibrating and what that's putting out in the world will determine what you receive back. So it's super important that you consciously become aware of who you're being and decide, is this the woman I want to be? Is this how I want to show up? And if, if it's not, then you make an adjustment. You actually change who you're being. Now, oftentimes that's like turning the Titanic. You're, you're, you, you have habits, habitual patterns of being a particular way. And it, it feels like you can't become someone else. You can't change the, the course of your habitual reactions. And yet you can. So who you're being is very, important. 
are, do you want to be entitled? No one wants to be entitled. Do you want to be blamey? Do you want to be a victim? Do you want to have negative energy? Do you want to always be looking at the problems? Do you want to be frustrated? Do you want to be overwhelmed? That's Those are all ways of being leading up to an online event, during an online event, and after. And of course, who you're being isn't limited to just hosting an online event. It is part and parcel of just how to up-level as a female entrepreneur in business, really anyone. And what I've heard often from the people that we hire in the industry, so we hire AV folks who are amazing, and they work with lots of uh, speakers, and we hire event production companies, and they work with lots of speakers. And one of the things that we regularly get is that the person on stage will be presenting and be like the most amazing uh, person, right? They, they're, they're saying, this is how to be in this world and that's how they're showing up. But then behind the scenes, they are angry and they're raging at people and they're losing their temper. And that is something that I just don't believe in. I'm not perfect. I, I can get a a, a little bit of an edge. I can be frustrated sometimes. However, when I am, I do it as respectfully as I possibly can. And I always look at how I co-created that and what new decisions we need to make. So the feedback that I've gotten from people is that they love how integrated I am front of stage to back of stage. And this is an important piece if you're doing on if you're hosting online events, like you're going to have a team and you want to have your energy be clear and grounded and the same behind the scenes as in front of the scenes. And even if it's just you without a team, your energy before you hit go or live on the digital event, online event, and when you're on it and when you're off it, matters. So see, I've had the experience where I've done an online event and thought it went terribly and gotten off and been like all in my stuff and like grumpy and grouchy and disappointed. And I've had to really been like, well, that's not who I want to be and to clean that up. And that's been a practice. So I, I wasn't birthed that way. I had to learn how to own my energy. And when you own your energy, you vibrate at a different level at a much higher level, and you're going to attract people at a much higher level. So I encourage you to really identify what your come from energy is. Is it one of excitement? Is it one of generosity? Is it one of open-heartedness, abundance, expectation? Or is it one of scarcity? It's not working, um, limitation, fear, all of that. Really Really decide who you're going to be when you host an online event. Okay, in summary, the five core decisions when hosting an online event are, what's the purpose of the event? What are you teaching and giving? What are your goals? Where are you going to market or how are you going to do your marketing? What is your marketing strategy? And who are you being? And if you nail those five things, all the smaller details 
will become apparent to you. And you will have to make more decisions on all those little things um, that flesh out when you're making those five core decisions. But if you make those five core decisions, those little, littler decisions, smaller decisions, uh, more minor decisions will be easier to make. Okay. So that's what I've got for you. Thank you for joining me for this 400th podcast episode. I'm super excited. If you love this podcast, please uh, give us a review on iTunes. That always helps. If you do a five-star review, if you write a few words, that really super duper helps us. Uh, Tell your friends, give this a like, uh, thumbs up, and subscribe. Uh, We love having you in the community. And please let me know your favorite takeaways from this podcast as well. What landed for you? What What was like one thing that you're going to do differently if you host online events now that you've listened to this? Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.